So I was doing Muay Thai this week yeah. and, you know, it was a smaller group, 630 class till mm-hmm. I he- teamed up with this dude. I just call him D-man for this point mm-hmm. and shy kid. And we were just sparring and I'm usually, I'm Southpaw. So in other mm-hmm. words, I stand the exact opposite. So we were coming in, we we're practicing our tech kick. So mm-hmm. we have to like stand on our toes when we kick to give you more range. He forgot I, we were doing our switch kicks. So he was expecting me to kick with my left leg, but was our switch kick and I'm Southpaw, we kick with our right, I'll uh, kicking with my right leg. So mm-hmm. then I kicked because we both be kicking with all the power we have. So when I kicked, he was putting the pad in front of him and not to the side. So wham, with the full force of a thousand suns, I kicked him, jabbed my toe like through the front of him. I think I probably kicked him like from the thigh all the way up to the stomach. I mean, I'm not sure if I hit him in the nuts. If I did, I'm really, really sorry, but I couldn't walk and only hit a little bit of the pads. So I'm thinking, ouch so i'm thinking this is gonna suck so i'm thinking great i just jab my toe as long as i don't have to do anything else with my toes i'll be fine and then afterwards say okay 10 burpees fuck ah. i hate burpees <laughs> yes and i'm thinking okay it's fine i'll just force my way through it no I didn't I think I made my toe worse and then we did more kicking and then a little bit more burpees I'm thinking this is why we call him coach monster (laughs) (laughs) so after that we finished class and I couldn't walk for a week I mean I couldn't walk for a while I didn't know what was wrong thing I probably broke my toe Mm. and then went over to the doctor like oh you doctor bullet you didn't mess any hardware just a contusion of the toe so just a simple bruised toe without any discoloration and and I was fine and today I actually went walking on a trail saw some buffalo today in Armal Bayou so I'm guessing communicate with your sparring partner if you're southpaw and just distance yourself so you won't kick them or yourself in the nuts or anyone in the groin or the titty, yeah. The best advice, bro. Um, my funny story today um, is not actually recent. Um, it's about my dad, because that man is a mess. Um, <laughs> so like, uh, for those of you who don't know, which is everyone, <laughs> except my wise, um, my dad and my brothers, I have two older brothers, all of their birthdays are literally one right after the other after the other. So yeah. my middle brother is like, two weeks away from my dad and my dad is a week away from my other brother and so like we had dinner for the middle child before um you know he left and uh (laughs) my my father while we were there um wanted like asked the waitress if they could get something special because it was his birthday right now mind you his birthday wasn't for another like him and my brother are 12 days apart, like their birthdays. And so like, of course, like the middle child is like, it's not your birthday, it's my birthday, right? And he's all like, it's almost my birthday. And the middle child's like, it's still my birthday, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so then his birthday comes around and like, so I asked my mom, like, are we going out to dinner? Like, what are we doing? And she's like, he said he don't want to do that. And I'm like, but you just tried to hijack somebody's birthday like a week and a half ago, but fine, whatever. <laughs> we left 
content alone. A week passes. It's the weekend of my brother's, my eldest brother's birthday, the big head. And right. we go and he has a big thing because he's turning 40. Why does this man, why does my father decide at my brother's birthday that he wants cake, even though it's not his, but he wants a different cake than everyone else's cake, even though it's not his damn birthday. And he like orders carrot cake because he went to the cheesecake factory. And like, he eats it all the time. it's not your birthday. Why, why do you get a special cake when you are not being celebrated right now? That man is so much. <laughs> I love him though, but like he's so much. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh... Welcome back to Confrontational Millennial. I'm Nikki Alley. And I'm Belle Mars. Um, and today we're gonna help you survive the holidays. But first, we have to play our favorite uh, news game, yay or nay. Yay. Yay or nay. <laughs> yay. Okay. Uh, first things first, y'all did a lot this week. I'm just gonna like preface it with that. Literally, y'all, I opened my Twitter app on Monday and I was not disappointed. Like y'all just like had, y'all came through with it. And I said, okay. Um, Time Magazine awarded Elon Musk Person of the Year, igniting controversy online among anti-fans who would rather someone more likely to pay his taxes, apparently. So much so that actually, side note, Senator Warren called him out and he called her Senator Karen, but that's not the focus of today's, of today's yay or nay. Um, and while I too am not the hugest fan of Elon Musk, According to the Times definition of person of the year, this is an individual or group or idea that for better or for worse had the most impact that year. Um, and Elon Musk could fit that category. So do you think, was he chosen um, for the better or the worst category of Times person of the year? Maybe worse i mean he doesn't pay his taxes he's not really a self-made billionaire but like they said it's probably the person that makes the most impact that are good because i remember back in 1938 uh adolf hitler was person of the year because he was probably the one that had the most influence that year as well so i'm just mean it doesn't mean like they're a great person doesn't mean like they're a horrible person but they definitely had a hella impact this year and i can definitely say through these 12 long ass years, Elon Musk definitely had an impact. And considering he's the richest man in the world, his tweets can like bend markets. And he's also hella petty. Like he's, he can send a silver medal to Jeff Bezos because he outriched him. <laughs> Ooh, that's the pettiest thing I've ever heard. Like, you're <laughs> second place, chump. <laughs> oh my gosh. Listen, like I said, I don't like Elon Musk um, because I don't feel like there's anything to like about him, honestly. <laughs> like, he's just another white dude that made a whole bunch of money. What else is fucking new? Um, but, like, I mean, I would I would argue that he's probably... he. I, I don't think that he's, like, the most divisive person. Like, but... Um, I feel like just off of the strength of like his 
just I don't know what it is about him that's just annoying like just off of the strength of that and just throwing money at everything makes him like kind of just maybe the smug thing about him Mm because I'm guessing that smug just make him seem like uh punchable like yeah I do know a lot of like smart kids growing up and he's probably one of those gifted kids thinking I'm better than everyone or probably that way about him or that he kind of like tweets things unironically and thinking ha 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 like I remember back in like April 2020 said pretty soon in a couple more weeks COVID will be gone and here we are COVID won the biggest thing since ever Mm -hmm. yeah like listen COVID should have been person of the year (laughs) okay um I just want to say, listen, I just, I just, I don't like him, but like, I feel like nobody's in the middle camp of Elon Musk. Either you really like him and you want to be like him, or you really, really, really don't like him. <laughs> yeah, which is hilarious, because I remember at one point, he was like a giant internet darling, then everyone hates him now. I mean, I think that's just what happens when you rub your wealth in your people's faces, especially when people are steadily losing wealth like every single hour of every single day and like you're doing nothing to help that at all like you're just sending people up into space with your little spaceship like it's funsy time like I just don't I don't know but like it is what it is um yeah so I would say he's in the worst category that's my that's my uh that's my thing um speaking of people that used to be beloved and now are hated Turf overlord J.K. Rowling struck again <laughs> on Monday after forcing on us her two cents over an article in the Sunday Times, which I believe is a Scot- Scottish newspaper, discussing a decision for, of the police in Scotland to make more allowances for transgender men and women to self-identify their sex ahead of the legal documents being changed, which includes, and which is the thing that she harped about in like her tweets, um rape suspects being allowed to self-identify as female um I'm not gonna go into what she said she basically just kind of said um something she just had this little I guess it was supposed to be a poem where she's like she said something to the effect of roses are red violets are blue the penis person can identify as female too or whatever the fuck and like I'm not gonna go into that though that's not what I care about um I just think it's interesting that coincidentally, um, a Fantastic Beast movie trailer was uh, being discussed that same exact day. I think it's about uh, Fantastic Beasts and like, what the fuck is the name of the headmaster? God damn it. I just Dumbledore. forgot. Yeah, Dumbledore. It's about Dumbledore. Um, yeah, it was announced that day, of, day as well. So with this in mind, do you think she really cares about the subject or was she just trying to drum up publicity? I'm thinking she's just trying to drum up publicity because I'm thinking at this point, Harry Potter is so ingrained into our culture, you know, growing up, that's why one of the big movies, every book everyone was talking about. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah, I'm just thinking probably maybe trying to uh, Trojan horse more turf ideology in there so yeah I mean I'm not sure if they have anything to do with the Fantastic Beast because I'm not sure how many of the Fantastic Beast books that she wrote yeah. so yeah 
kind of yeah i'm kind of over jk rowling like i love harry potter's big part childhood growing up but then i'm guessing it really depends how what separate the art from the artist some people can do that just fine mm-hmm. whereas like if your artist is still alive it's really hard to really enjoy the art when they keep putting out shit like that yeah um uh, no and i i i completely understand like transgender men and women who are kind of like have nothing to want nothing to do with it even if they did love it like growing up you know um yeah I'm I'm I just wish you would stop talking like I feel like this okay if I was someone who wrote a book series that and I can say this because I read this as an adult which is not the (laughs) primary time that you're supposed to read like Harry Potter but I mean when you think about it it's not it wasn't the most revolutionary thing it was just that like I think the in the grand scheme of things it just at the time was not like there wasn't a lot of things there wasn't a lot of magic schoolery like you know that sort of thing like that was out and so like it was just I feel like it part of it was really good timing and like the writing style is juvenile as fuck and the, some of the ideas also juvenile as fuck like you can tell like after reading one Harry Potter book, if you get to the next one, if somebody comes in and they're ugly, they're probably gonna be evil. And I'm just kind of <laughs> like, oh, what is that teaching children? Um, when you think about it, but I digress. Um, I just feel like if I was someone who was like that successful, like I wrote a book series and I made millions upon billions of dollars, I would shut the fuck up. You would not hear a single thing from me unless it was like I don't know like it was this so egregious that I couldn't I couldn't help myself but like I would I wouldn't let you know shit about me like or my opinions for the rest of my life let me just take this money and put it where my mouth is i.e stuff it in there so that you will not hear me speak ever again because I just like why 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 like I just I don't feel like and somebody made this point the other day online. They were like, yeah, because uh, like they were, and I don't like when people do this, they compare people to other people, like, but they were comparing Anne Rice, who has just died, rest in peace, Anne Rice, right. to J.K. Rowling. And they were basically like, they were, they were kind of saying that like she just like picks up on like popular ideals of the time and shoves it into her work to kind of remain relevant unlike people who like kind of have those ideals in ideals ingrained in them you know what I'm saying right. so like people like Anne Rice like I guess they were talking about how Anne Rice apparently has been like a transgender like like a supporter of the LGBTQIA plus community I got the whole thing out there um, <laughs> for like forever like so before it was popular to do so so I just I don't know. I just feel like, girl, can you please, like, you've made your money. You, like, you will be, you and your grandchildren, your grandchildren's grandchildren will be set for life. Can you please just stop telling us your terrible opinions? Why do you want to be dragged on the internet? Why? Yeah, and what's hilarious, I thought it would be the other way, because I remember, like, the big popular, because young adult uh movies films and books were popular when we're coming up mm-hmm. and another one that was super duper popular was uh uh twilight and yeah. yeah and what's 
and now Stephanie Murray, yeah, she may grew up Mormon, had those Mormon beliefs, but wasn't as trash as J.K. Rowling. So yeah, we need to apologize to like Stephanie Mayer because just like a fan fiction became a well-selling book. And even she cast like actual Native people would have been more respectable. <laughs> so yeah, damn. Who would have thought that Stephanie Mayer, we need to get her some flowers and then J.K. Rowling was the one being trash. Right, like I'm just saying, hey, I've heard nothing since from Stephanie Meyer since she made all her money off of Twilight. And that's <laughs> how it should be. If you don't have, listen, since you were supposedly purportedly a children's book writer, here's a children's tip for you. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all, okay? Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I just, we're, I'm so tired. Like, ugh. Please stop giving us your opinion. We don't care. We don't <laughs> care. We stop. Um, speaking of people who are giving her, us their opinions and have too much money, um, Christian Walker, who I'm not sorry to this man. Um, I've never heard of him before this week in my entire life, but apparently he's Herschel Walker's son. Um, and Herschel Walker, if you don't know who the fuck that is, is a conservative out of a... Help me out here, Belmars. You know who he's from. <laughs> I don't know. He's no. Walker. Oh, I believe he's like space. Well, he's from Georgia, but I think uh-huh. I think he's trying to run for politics in Dallas. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yes, this sounds right. Yeah. So that's his son. Um, and he uses him as a talking point because he's gay. Um, so that's all the background you need on this little boy. Um, he was slammed on Monday for a com- he's a content creator again like you could have probably guessed that like he's a content creator um he was slammed on monday for complaining about rising gas prices like so if you watch the video um you can see that he apparently spent almost a hundred dollars of probably his daddy's money on a 20 gallon tank gas tank wherever the fuck he is um and he was blaming Joe Biden for the increase, talking about how, like, when Trump was president, like, y'all didn't have to pay this much for gas, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. Um, and people were saying that um, that's interesting for you to say when you're wearing a Da Vinci hoodie that's $1,300. <laughs> yeah. um, and a quick Google search did tell me that yes in fact da vinci hoodies which like you can look this up you just take da vinci hoodie in google it's literally a plain bag hoodie maybe it's made out of some nice material i don't fucking know and it just says da vinci across the chest and that is it that's that's it and it goes for between one thousand to thirteen hundred dollars um so I say all this to say, um, do you think that people who can afford such luxuries are allowed to complain about the state of the economy? <laughs> well, because I'm thinking with a kid like him, he's very much well off. So, I mean, on one side, um, they probably shouldn't because most likely they will survive fine because I like to see say the point that we're all in the same storm together but all of us are on different boats so if you're like on a giant cruise ship you're doing fine but if we're on a fucking canoe we're gonna be feeling it hard and i guess what's really angry to me is like oh joe biden is president and gas prices are going up 
correlation does not mean causation because gas prices are also going up globally. So yeah. it's also going up in the UK. It's also going up on different parts of the world as well. So yeah, Joe Biden is not, not the one controlling gas prices. And you guys love the capitalist system so much that it's random. It's based on supply and demand. I mean, mm-hmm. the only reason why gas price was so cheap during the lockdowns because no one was fucking driving. That's right. No one was fine. No one was going anywhere. So it was cheap as hell. I mean, I really wish we kept those gas prices. But um, now, since everyone's driving, everyone's acting like we're not in a panoramic anymore. So, yeah. So with Herschel Walker, I think he may be the next Republican darling that Paul will run for president, considering this is what exactly what the Republicans need. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, he's good with pr- Trump. Two, he's black. And even though he, I think, attacked his wife he blamed mental illness so he's big on mental illness and then he has a gay son so he's going to get all the bases but it doesn't really talk about what he wants so he's thinking oh if trump was racist would he be my friend yes so yeah i think probably keep an eye on him i mean this is kind of a bold prediction but if he runs for politics, I think a lot of Republicans will get behind him because he's an outsider and he likes good Republican values. I mean, I would I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, it's not like it wouldn't be a move that they had tried before, right? They did it with Trump, they did it with Nixon, they'll do it again. Okay, like and if uh, especially if they can have a black, like if they think they can have a black version, uh, like a Republican version of Obama, they'd be like, oh my god, you have to love him. He's black. Yeah, and he has a gay son, a gay black son. Yeah. See, because I'm thinking, even though Republicans complain about uh, identity politics, they love it too. Oh yeah, of course they use them whenever they it's convenient for them. Um, I mean, I on one hand, like I'm not gonna say that just because you have money doesn't mean you shouldn't get to speak about the economy. But on the other hand. Um, you don't just get to say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> like, yeah. without consequence. Like, it's like, it just shows, I'm not claiming you. Like, and I'm light-skinned. He's also like, I'm not claiming you. I'm not, you toxic. I don't want you here. Because it's just kind of like, you sound so uneducated. Like, the United States of America is not even the main supplier of petroleum. Like, yeah, like, that we... Like, I don't know where the hell you live. If it's in Dallas, like, yeah, like Irving, I think he lives in like in Irving or like, yeah, really the Dallas Fort Worth area. Okay, well, then you're probably not paying as much as you would pay for gas anywhere else in the country. So why the fuck are you complaining? Like, I'm just saying, like, if you move to New York, then we'll like, it's, first of all, why are you driving? But like, if you move up north or something, we'd have a different story because they're paying like, I think somebody told me from like the Detroit area or something, they had to pay like $5 a gallon for gas or something. Like, yeah, because I heard in California is awful hella expensive, which is like yeah. so many people are escaping California and California ended up our Texas. <laughs> you will never let that go. Oh. <laughs> which I don't mind, but I'm guessing it's like probably the crazy Californians, not like the ripple tofu, like weed smoking ones. It's probably the California Republicans coming over. Right, there. that we don't want. Like, leave us alone. Um, but yeah, I don't think if you can afford a sweatshirt that's like $1,300, I don't think that 
and you grew up with a, you clearly grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth and you just got pushed into politics because daddy wanted you to. Like, I need you to search up on some actual facts, sir, before you open your mouth anymore. Because like, you can't blame the president of the United States for any gas price. You can't say Trump got us lower gas prices because that's not true. And you can't say that Biden got us higher ones because that's also not true. So it's just kind of like, you sound dumb. Yes, and global events also affect how we handle gas prices too. Because let's say political up course in the Middle East, Middle East, I think is the one, the major supplier of oil, Mm -hmm. shape goes haywire there, then, you know, that's going to affect gas prices everywhere or like in South America. So yeah, come on, dude. It's just like, I I feel like I say this is one of y'all every week. You sound dumb, stop talking. Like, I just, I need you to, like, get an education before you come back here and give us your two cents again, okay? Yeah, and also, I mean, I'm, unless there's the secure in the bag, because, I mean, that's my only, I mean, I guess it's kind of uh, disheartening. I guess I write off most Black people who are Republicans that, unless one, they either truly believe it or two, they're just trying to secure the bag. <laughs> I mean, that, I feel like he and Candace Owen are probably friends. I'm just saying. But like, yeah, honey, sweetie, 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 I need you to do some research. Google is free. You don't even have to pay $1,300 for it. And I need you to learn some things before you come back here and try to school anybody on anything. Um, And also get cuter sweatshirts. Because what the fuck? A black sweatshirt that just says Gavinci on it? You can do better for $1,300, okay? That sweatshirt better be like laced with the fleece of like, the golden sheep or something from fucking Hercules. The fuck? Why am I paying that much money for this? <laughs> like, huh? Um, speaking of fighting over money, um, I never thought I would say anything about the middle of the country because let's be clear, if you showed me a blank map of the United States and told me to label everything in the middle, I would get nothing right. <laughs> They're all just squares, <laughs> okay? Squares. Um, <laughs> Uh, but South Dakota decided it'd be a cute idea to hold an event called Dash for Cash in some hockey stadium um, where teachers would fight in blood sport to collect as much money to use for their classroom as possible. Um, I'm of course exaggerating, but only a little. Um, there was $5,000 up for grabs. They basically were, had this, it wasn't, it looked like a cardboard box they just flattened out, wasn't that big um also like they were on top of each other and i'm like also COVID is still a thing like but okay yeah. they had masks on so i guess like huh? um but they were on this cardboard box there was money on the cardboard box they basically i think there's five of them i believe descended upon this cardboard box and tried to shove as much money in their clothes and on their person as possible so that they could use for their classrooms um many people compared it to squid game online that might be a stretch because nobody got shot. But I will ask you this. Uh, do you feel like this is cruel and unusual punishment? I wouldn't call it punishment, but it's very cruel and unusual because I think of like a lot of board game, well, uh, game shows where you do crazy shit. But yeah, I mean, I'm guessing this is, I don't want to sound like an alarm is like how dangerous like the capitalistic system is, but 
my strange talking points aside, but there's just so many of these news stories that we kind of put on like the interwebs thinking, oh, look at this being caring. Like for example, this story, like see their teachers are doing this much because they care about their students. I'm thinking we won't treat police officers like this. I mean, we don't say, oh, look up, let's just get a bunch of our police officers and firefighters to get money for equipment because that just shows how underfunded our schools are or at least how they're actually spending money. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think about other news stories like, oh, here's this 12-year-old girl who's selling lemonade to pay off her surgery. Uh, I'm thinking that's not really touching. That just proves that she's not getting money for insurance or that our health insurance is so expensive that she has to resort to like child labor to do things. So I wonder, I mean, I want to talk to how these journalists write stories. But yeah, it's just kind of like, untouching and I'm guess I really love the Korean genres of like eat the rich like with parasite and with squid games which kind of shows like how differently people live I mean and it's also universal like okay mm-hmm. if you're poor you live in a semi-basement you're going to look different to like people who are extra rich so mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's I mean I watched part of the video um didn't watch the whole thing because they filmed it of course because (laughs) giggles um but yeah I mean first of all I have several problems with this obviously the same problem that you have is like with the this idea because it just proves that again you're underfunding schools you're not giving them the proper money that they need to be able to give resources to your children let's be clear Y'all, like all the people watching this and going like, oh, it's so great, or laughing, or like, oh, like this is funny, da 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 da. They're doing this for your children. Like, like, like it's not like, this is not money that they are fighting over for themselves, which again, they deserve because they're fucking teachers. Like, (laughs) they've not paid enough. Um, But it's just kind of like, I I mean, like, I, you're, you're making these people, and they didn't fight thankfully, because that would have been even fucking worse. But it's just kind of like, so we're all going to sit here and act like we're okay with watching like people fight over money for sport as if like we all just didn't go through a major, or we're not still in, let me not lie, a major pandemic in which people again are losing money every single hour. And so we're just like, ah, like y'all are all okay with people who have access to money just being like, now fight. Like, like this is a fucking Roman Colosseum and they're all gladiators or something. Like you're just gonna, we're all just gonna act like we're cool with this. Oh, okay. Like it just, it just, it it makes me lose faith in humanity. And it's just kind of like, who came up with this? Who came, they need to be fired because this is, this is the first time they've apparently ever done this. So don't do it again. Don't. My mom does this, like this thing where she like, um, she makes fun of this this like priest that she was a Catholic school and like they were in church one time and like the priest was about to do like the you know the little sermon or whatever and he was like who brought whatever dish and like a girl in the back was like I did father and he's like don't do it again <laughs> I'm like don't do it again okay like because it's not no no thank you like we're it's not cute I don't know why you did it and this is why everybody hates the middle of the country thank you for coming to my TED talk (laughs) oh 
Okay, so yes, this is cruel and unusual punishment to me. Um, or cruel and unusual. I mean, it kind of is punishment though when you think about it because you're punishing them for something that they didn't do. Like you're right. making them like scramble for for your enjoyment for something they didn't do. So to me, yes, it is kind of punishment. You made these people dress in layers and shove cash in there. There's nothing, you could never get me to do that, ever. Even we if I needed politicians, like this is for your money for your district, go for people, House of Congress, get all the money for your district. What the fuck is this? Like Hunger Games? Like what the, what the fuck? Like, this? <laughs> Fucking weirdos. Okay. Um, nerds were outraged this week, but potentially for good reason this time, as they reacted furiously to the use of the late Stanley's account to promote chakra the invincibles nft um so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie to you i barely know what nfts are so we're not gonna discuss that part um but uh i do know that in the end of the day it's for profit and so essentially that they use this man's this deceased man's account to gain profit and so um i asked this because i'm curious do you ever feel like there's an appropriate time to use a deceased person's profile uh i don't think so just let it be there because i know probably using his likeness to use other things to use like nfts it's i i i don't know it just made me feel icky about that so i remember i remember they used herman cain's account to promote more stuff for trump but (laughs) yeah I mean, after he died going to a Trump rally of COVID. So yeah, I, I, I just feel pretty icky about that. I don't think it's probably appropriate to use their likeness to sell shit. Unless it's they like lived and died their brand name. Like it's like, uh, like for example, locally we have Mattress Mac, but if he, let's say, sadly he died and they're using it purely to like say Mattress Mac deals, I guess I'll be okay with that. But other people, not so much. Yeah, um, this isn't, this, this is, oh, I mean, for me, it's just, like, at the end of the day, it's not okay, and it's especially, I feel like it's especially heinous when, like, because I read part of the caption, and it talked about how, like, Stan was all about diversity or something like that, I don't remember, but, like, I was, like, why are you speaking for that man, like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like people like using a 9-11 cell to sell like twin beds. <laughs> it's, right. it's a bad taste. I mean, even I like to enjoy dark humor, but god damn, that's, that's certain. Just no. There's Unless certain- you're around, but yeah, no. Yeah, I just feel like part of me feels like at the like the account should just be locked. Like nobody should be able to access it after the fact um, because it's not you. Like, and I get it. Like, I'm in marketing. I'm not stupid. Like, Stanley didn't tweet in that account. Like, let's be let's be real. It was just made for him and so on and so forth. Um, but still, it's, it's, it's him. He's the brand. And you're essentially just using it for profit. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, I don't like it. And um, yeah, like, I don't feel like there's really many things that you can come up with to make it seem like there's like a reason to use somebody unless you're going to be like remembering Stan Lee like yeah. a year like an anniversary or something in which case I'll be like oh my god yeah 
and I'll cry my eyes out because I remember that time when we took a picture of that man and he was yeah. so nice. Um, so yeah, like, but otherwise, why? What is the point? You don't need yeah. to. No, you don't need to do that. Um, you don't need to use his profile directly. That's it's ridiculous. Um, speaking of where Stan set most of his comics, New York is regretting more and more. Did you like that segue? <laughs> Thank you. New York is regretting more and more and allowing you Negroes outside, but not specifically Negroes because <laughs> it's not about Black people. Thank God. Um, as two arrests were made this week in restaurants, the first being made at the Cheesecake Factory, which side note, the Cheesecake Factory should stop making food. Um, <laughs> that's just an opinion of mine. Like, I feel like they're like that friend, you know, that tries something new every week and then they like are just subpar at it. Like, and they don't work hard at like mastering the skill, but they're only good at cheesecake, which I'm like, amazing, that's your name. So just do that. Um, but that's outside the fact. Um, the first arrest was made at a cheesecake factory after a group of patrons refused to show valid vaccine identification. And the second was at an Applebee's, which side note, why? Um, for staging a protest <laughs> of the vaccine mandate. Um, I don't like, I'm not gonna go into like the decision of like New York to actually mandate against vaccines in restaurants. Um, but I wanna know this. Do you ever, do you think it's ever worth it to get arrested in an Applebee's? Like, I mean, dude, I mean, if you, if you don't want to eat in it, cause it's kind of an understanding, no shoot, no shirt, no vaccine, no service. Yeah. So if you can't show your vaccine, you can't eat it at all. Cause I'm thinking that's the, I thought we're a country of freedoms. I mean, freedom to do whatever you want means freedom of consequence, whatever you when you do whatever you want. Yeah. So if they said beforehand, oh, you need a vaccine to get in, then of course you're just kind of die on the wrong field. Like I remember also another segue about this guy who was wearing thong on his face um, <laughs> to protest uh, mass mandates. And he said, I'm going to uh, protest absurdity was absurdity. And he said, he's like Rosa Parks and it's a white man. So yeah. Don't ever insult us as a culture again. <laughs> so he felt like he's trying to stand up. So I'm just thinking you guys are like fighting, like you're, is this the hill you want to die on? The fact that you can't get into an Applebee's? Like I know in Texas, we're not required to show vaccine because to our wonderful hot rate. <laughs> and Lieutenant Governor, let's kill the old people to save the economy. Mm-hmm. And Cancun cruise, but yeah, fucking Texas politicians. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I just don't, I, I just don't understand it. I mean, great if they won't let you serve them. There's other restaurants around. I mean, y'all fought so hard for gays not to get loitering cake, and this is the result. Like, if they don't want to serve you, go fucking somewhere else. Fuck Applebee's. They're overrated. Maybe go to a mom and pop shop that will allow that then go for it. I mean, support small businesses. So, right. yeah. I was yelling about Jesus. Um, I think it's interesting that y'all are like, the, the anti-vaxxers are so much like, oh, you should be more tolerant. You should be more tolerant. I don't think you actually know what tolerance means. I can, I can tolerate you not wanting a vaccine, but you also have to tolerate me not wanting you in my establishment. That's yeah. what that means. Like, you can't, 
you're saying I can't take away your choice to not have a vaccine. That's fine. You can't take away my choice to not want to be in your fucking company. <laughs> exactly. Like it goes both ways, sister. It's not a one-way street, okay? You don't just get to cruise on by and do whatever the fuck you want and just make the rest of us suffer. That's not, you're mad because we're fighting back now. We're like, okay, we want to come back in here. You need, this is your need. Where's your papers? Where's your receipts? Oh, you don't have this. Get your ass out. First of all, <laughs> why the fuck would you want to go to an Applebee's? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. The Cheesecake Factory, I understand. Even though I just, roasted the fuck out of them. I still would rather eat at a Cheesecake Factory than an Applebee's, okay? Like on the totem pole of like subpar restaurants, like sit down restaurants. Yeah, because it's that Cheesecake Meat Factory is kind of like the same way of all Garden. You mm-hmm. think it's kind of fancy, but it's really not that fancy. It's not that fancy. One time I, I couldn't get into Cheesecake Factory, so I went to Olive Garden like, <laughs> for my birthday and it was the same vibe. It was the same vibe. And so, like, this is... The only difference is Cheesecake Factory is a giant-ass mini. But, like, that's the thing. Like, I'm just saying, and Applebee's, my guy, you wanted to protest in an Applebee? You really wanted that two for 20 that badly? Is that what it was? I just... I'm just saying, like, you can go to other restaurants and get much better deals. I just don't understand. And, like, I... At the end of the day, again, if the people of Applebee's want to kick you the fuck out because you don't have a vaccine... They can do that. And you're just going to, again, the tolerance that you ask for is the tolerance you have to give. It's a two-way street. So you can drive on or like by the way you want to. But guess what? I'm going to flick you off in the mirror and say, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that. Like, I just, it's not worth it, my God. You should have just stepped out and found a TGI Friday. Again, they're the same level. TGI Friday, Applebee's. Bottom of and the chilies and chili, bottom of the fucking toting pole of sit down restaurants to eat at. You could have found a TGI Friday where there's an Applebee's and TGI Fridays is not that far. Okay, yes, you could have, and then also want to throw an Outback too or a Longhorn yeah. Steakhouse. Well, that's a little bit on the prices side, but still, you have saying. options, you have options, and you should have wanted better for yourself again. I would have understood if you had gotten arrested in a cheesecake, but an Applebee's, an Olive Garden, like I would have understood an Olive Garden arrest or like, a, I don't know, like just make it like, I need you to do better. But an Applebee's, my guy, no, it's not yeah. worth that. It's not worth, it's never worth it. Two for 20, never. God, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Finally, um, BTS's B, Real name Kim Tae Hung gave you thirsty hoes an early Christmas gift with his shirtless selfie slash video combination, in which the noticeable difference is in his appearance from every other time we see him. Surprise is he's been allowed to grow facial hair. Um, yeah. um, he topped his video off with what I've learned is called the light skinned man face, which is where you. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't see it or you've never like you've never seen it or never heard of it it's where you fiercely check yourself out in the mirror while like contorting your face and like biting your lip into a sexy expression yeah biting like your lower lip yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it we know because we're black um <laughs> so um since bts is apparently going solo they're all going to 
do a solo career. Um, do you think that V is taking the approach of fuck boy for his concept? Yeah, I mean, it can work. He's fine, got the facial hair, got the look, got the low whip fit down, like everything else that started cool on the internet started with black people. <laughs> so I'm just thinking, okay, stay ahead. So yeah, buying the upper lip and now just universal. Listen, I watched, I didn't watch part. I think I just watched a clip. I don't know if there was a whole video or what. I just saw a clip. I saw a, a picture of him with his little stubble that he's growing. Okay, he's got some lip action. He's got some under lip action. And then he's got some beard action. They're all right here though. Like, <laughs> it's a line. Okay. And I was like, all right, let's see how this turns out. Okay. Um. I have to say that his light skin face needs work. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he wasn't selling it to me like I think that he thought he was, all right? And that's no hate, because I love Taehyung. I'm just <laughs> saying, if you're gonna go fuck boy, you have to go all the way in, okay? Practice those faces, all right? Um, but yeah, I think he's going fuck boy. He knows. He, let, let me tell you something about that man, even though I don't know him personally and I probably will never meet him, but I'll, let's never say never, I could. Um, he knows that he is the visual <laughs> of this fucking group. And he knows that he, I mean, like, I think he broke a record the other day, like a Guinness World Record for the amount of like fate. No, I'm um, sorry. He's on Instagram. For the amount of Instagram followers in a 24 hours, like it got like 100,000 in 24 hours. And I was like, <laughs> but like, he knows, he knows his brand. And I'm, so I'm just saying, like, I full wholeheartedly believe that he wants to be a fuck boy for whatever this era <laughs> like solo air is, and you know what? Fine, I'm just saying if that you're gonna steal our shit, even though you've already stole our shit, <laughs> you're gonna steal more of our shit. You have to do it right. I don't want this half-ass attempt, okay? I need you to go full lip bite. I need you to really sell me those eyebrows, and I, re I need you to flutter those lashes, bitch, okay? <laughs> if you're gonna be a toxic white-skinned man, then be a toxic white-skinned man. <laughs> <laughs> that is all <laughs> we're gonna take a break so that i can finish this wine and maybe get a snack <laughs> we'll be right back oh and, and we're back. back yay <laughs> um so we're gonna tell you how to survive a couple of different christmas scenarios um really quickly for all of my peoples um so i'm just gonna list out of, like rapid fire scenarios and we're gonna give you our best advice obviously like we have not experienced all of these things but i feel like we've experienced most of these things so it yeah be <laughs> okay first things first um for fam the family category you like every you you as a person you like everyone in your family you don't have any beef everyone in your family is vaccinated but you want to do more than play catch up and repeating yourself in your life for the past year like 300 times so what do you do um belmars what do you think what do you what's i mean your you're good with your family you don't want to catch up i'm guessing 
I'm guessing it's a good time to probably start on those new year resolutions early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say yeah. okay i love my family but we don't get to spend much time with each other so probably like work out a schedule with them like hey maybe we can call each other like once a month hmm. or probably work on that or probably we can do more activities as a family like hmm. like this year with my family we decided to take a summer trip yeah. and it was really fun so hope we get to do more shit like that depends how well people are handling covid mm-hmm. fair that's a good one. That's much better than what I came up with. <laughs> if you actually like event itself, I would say like um, find some games to play. I recommend, and Belmars also has this game. I recommend if you want to like bring up just some like really interesting topics, um, truth or drink. Because if you're oh, black, my brother hates Star Dragon. Hates that. <laughs> hey, you don't have to drink. He can just drink some Coca-Cola. Oh, but like, hey. it depends what, because we did the family edition. Yeah. So. There's, they have different editions. They have the What's Up Fam edition, like she said. There's um the regular, like, truth or drink games that have different categories. So you can stay within different, like, categories. You can avoid the red category, because that's all sex. Um, <laughs> and you can just go to, like, you know, uh, the green category, you may find some stuff about out about your favorite cousins that you didn't know, child. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, so I like that game, and like it, it'll give you an, an excuse to kind of learn more about your family. Um, you can pick that up probably at like any like store, like a Barnes and Nobles, um, a Walmart. Yeah, online. That's easy, and um, it's a it's a nice little game to play. It's not. Um, and you can play it like you nobody has to win so like that's what I recommend you if you have family members who are sore losers <laughs> like <laughs> like if they just like or sore winners like they rub that shit in your face um or if they lose they throw a whole fucking fit and they want to call you a cheater and then you have to drag Otis by his roots you don't want to have to do all that so like you can just play it where like you draw cards and you just have two people answer and nobody gets the card like they just answer the question easy um so yeah i would recommend truth or drink um uh if you want to play a game that's maybe a little bit more competitive and you do have a bunch of like families that are sort of like losers and winners and but you're also competitive like you can place a penalty on them so like every time they try to rub it in your face, like you just be all like, oh, that means I get to smack you with the ruler on your hand. They'll learn. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Adults though, don't do that to kids. Um, and then um, if your family doesn't like to play games, if all else fails, watch it, introduce a new movie to them that they maybe haven't seen yet. And those are those are my best advices um for that scenario so the next scenario i have is you like everyone involved but some of them don't have their vaccination and you do in all these situations we're just assuming all of y'all have your vaccinations because if you listen to this podcast and you don't why are you here (laughs) exactly like why are you here um and you'd like to have a good time so what's your what's your uh advice for somebody but some family members uh, maybe i'm vaccinated um i would say probably take it outside mm-hmm. i mean so i'm not sure where you guys are meeting it's like an apartment then probably that's not possible but i'm guessing you have like a yard maybe invest in a fire pit but um probably find a way to keep your distance yeah from- 
Exactly. I would say so as well. Um, I would say ask if they would either be A, be willing to wear a mask, like while they're there, or B, if they would be willing to take a negative, like a COVID test, be negative before coming. Like a rapid fire, like, yep. Okay, up your nose. Like, or okay. like, yeah, and like game called up your nose. And whoever's not that, they have to go, uh, uh, cousin, you got to do it. <laughs> cousin, you got to go. Make it a game. <laughs> Make it a game. Um, yeah, I asked them to take the test before they come. Um, so everybody's safety is not compromised. Um, and if they're unwilling to do that, then I would just say, um, and you're, it's very serious to you, like wear a mask yourself and like just avoid them. Like at all costs, like ice them out because, you know, it's public health and safety and they're ignoring that. So, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Um, uh, you, okay, third scenario, we're still in family. You like everyone involved, but most of them don't have their vaccination and you'd like to have a good time <laughs> and you still want to see them. It's a little bit dangerous since I'm guessing you like everyone, but I guess they're personally like, yeah, I don't want to get the vaccine. I mean, because I know if I ask why, it's probably going to start some shit. But I'm thinking, right. okay, it's the holidays. I need to suck it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my best advice is to limit your time there. So, like, um, if you like everyone, but it's serious and you don't, right, you know they're not going to take, like, any tests to prove. Like, there's no protocol. Like, whoever is having it didn't set up a protocol like everybody has to have vaccinations or they have to have negative tests then i would just say hey wear a mask go in there eat take your to-go plate give the kitties their presents get your presents and leave right like if your health is that serious and important to you which it should be because you only have one life to live or as drake said and that became our 20 our, our logo um, I said look, our motto for, for, for our graduating class, YOLO. Yes. That was a long stumble to that, that joke. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay, you like most of the people. Oh, no, no, no. Wait. Uh, oh, I have a question that says, you like most, okay, this is a scenario is you like most of the people involved, but there are just a few people who get on your nerves. So I think this one is just assuming everybody has a vaccination. There's no threat involved, but you just have family members that get on your fucking nerves. Like, what is your, what is your plan there? <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking there's a particular reason why I don't like them. So I'm just thinking just avoid those hot button issues. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if, if let's say, if we're going off the way of politics, like, like I'm with my cousins and somehow they're Black Trump supporters in Louisiana. So I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to avoid politics. Or like if I'm on my father's side of the family and, you know, they're hella religious, me who hasn't been to church and like God knows when, <laughs> not going to talk about the God issue. I mean, yeah, I'll go out of church out of respect because, you know, I'm in the island. They love going to church. So yeah, I'll be respectful in that terms. Like, oh, when's the last time you went to church? I mean, of course, I'm probably going to be petty and say and think of something clever. I mean, I don't have anything clever to say back. But um, 
I'd be like, that's between me and Jesus. <laughs> Stay out of my relationship. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say I would just kindly swerve whenever they get onto topics that you don't care what to talk about. Like, let's just say your grandmama want to know when you're going to have a boyfriend. My favorite thing to say is um, um, either A, I don't need one, or like B, um, that my insert thing that I like to do with my boyfriend. So one time my grandmother asked me that, um, and I was like, my job is my boyfriend. <laughs> And then she dropped it because, like, what did she say? <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I think I agree. Come up with something clever and just like swerve or politely be like, I don't want to talk about that. Because if you're, because adults listen to this podcast, you don't have nobody under the age of 18. You're an adult. <laughs> you're not obligated to answer anybody's damn questions. Right. Please remember that. Like, and like, if you know there's a topic that's going to get you heated with one of your cousins, your grand, your auntie, don't talk about it and if mm-hmm. like let's just say your auntie is fat phobic and she feels like she has to comment on your weight all the time or whatever um then i would i would well the first instinct that i have would be to tell her oh that's cute where's your fourth baby daddy but i'm just kidding I don't know. yeah i also have a cousin that is crazy uh like conspiracy theorist like i i think i need to report to the fbi because she may hate abortion she's like hardcore anti-feminist Right. And she hates abortion, I'm thinking, because I debunked her and she blocked me on Facebook because I said, actually, like more people have died from abortion than any time, like during the Holocaust. I'm thinking, actually, that figure is untrue. I mean, I might have to check her because, you know, I'm intelligent enough to do it, but I'm just thinking, right. no, no, let them die. Like, oh, you know, like, so how's community college going? Are you dropping out? <laughs> right. Well, we're done. If you feel like you can educate this holiday season, do it. But if you don't have the capacity or the space or the bandwidth to do, don't. Just like avoid they ask. Like, listen, if somebody asks you, like, asks me a question or says something to you, just, just literally says something to you that don't like, look them dead in the face and then walk away. That's that's yeah. what tripped in the fuck. And they like, what? <laughs> or you didn't even hear them. Or be like, man, man, how you doing, little guy? And just ignore, like, like, I'm just saying. Um, Yes. Um, Okay, so last family situation I have is you're really only here for insert the family members' names that you like. So everybody else could obvious, honestly, like, go to hell. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) my mama and my sister and my cousin Ray Ray, (laughs) He's <laughs> there, so I, 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 I want to go. <laughs> I'll just go there, say hello, our respect, probably don't stay too long, give the Christmas, give them one happy holiday, give them money, and just walk my ass out the door. I would have to say same, but I feel like a lot of these are like, especially with your family, it's a lot about like your boundaries. Um. And I think the only thing that can complicate that is if you came in from other state and you're staying with yeah. family. And so that can get a little tricky. But if that's the case, like if you're in any of these situations and you feel like you're done, you don't want to do it anymore, like that's it. Like either go to a room 
in whoever house you in or whatever, like a different separate room. If you have money, get an Uber to go back to wherever the hell you stay in. <laughs> or if it's the party is at the place that you stay in, go to your room, go good night, close the door. <laughs> yeah. Lock the door if you have the capacity and be all like, bring you a bottle of wine up there and watch yeah. Frosty the Snowman and mind your business like that. <laughs> That's my advice to you. Um, but yeah, um, I would say, yeah, if there's just a couple family members that you like, if you like know from the bottom of your heart, if you step into that place, nobody's going to let you out. And like, they're going to drive you up the wall within five minutes before you even find the people that's trying to say hi to. I would arrange separate like meetings with them. Like before Christmas, go and purposely visit your, if you can afford to do that, like fly in before Christmas, go see your mama, spend some time with her or whoever it is that you need to spend time with and like just make like little pockets of time in that trip or whatever um, to see those people and then, you know, go about your business. If you yeah. know. Or you get can. a hotel if you're yeah. going to travel because my, my grandmother she lives in like East Texas and I live in the Bayou area. So that's quite a drive. So I'll probably like get another like hotel in that area if I'm like spending the holidays with them. Cause I'm thinking our family's probably angry enough to throw hands and we do have history of like throwing hands. So I'm guessing for everyone's safety, let's not. Yeah. I mean, that's why I started more time to prepare for family. <laughs> right, I'll get you an Airbnb. Get you a hotel, something. If you can afford to do that, if you can't, um, you tell again. You're an adult. Stay wherever it is you stay in. Be like, I'm not coming. I'll see you some other time when, like, when you're free, like during this holiday while I'm here, and just leave it at that. Um. Okay, now we're on to your job. Your job, your place of employment. Okay, so scenario one. Your place of employment is throwing a Christmas party and you like it there, but you're new. I mean, I think it's a perfect opportunity if you're new to actually get to know people on a personal level. Mm -hmm. Also good to make good impressions, well, good impressions. Mm -hmm. Like people don't know like, hey, I'm actually, I work in this department, you work in the other department. How good to get to know you mingle make jokes or make some other workplace colleague friends so i think it's a perfect opportunity to get to know more of your work personally because during the work day you don't have that opportunity mm-hmm. that's right um yeah i would say the same um i would say if you really like this place you could even offer to like you know help with something like let's just say it's a potluck um you know we all like I'll offer to make this or like I'll offer to you know help decorate the conference room whatever the hell it is you know what I'm saying um so that's a that's a thing you know um if you're new there and you like your workplace um and it's a potluck though I would be careful (laughs) I mean can you cook and do you know other people can cook because you know I'm a pretty damn good cook so I like to flex my cooking muscles or like Mm -hmm. make some dessert um probably avoid anything with nuts because you know you're not sure who's allergic to nuts and who's not or like common food allergies yeah um and I would say my mom my mom had this thing she's like whenever they have potlucks when she was working 
in corporate. She was like, she would only eat the food of the people that she was friends with and she knew were hygienic. <laughs> so I mean, you saying like, you want to be open and you want to try new things, but hey girl, if you have to, uh, you know, you have to fill up your plate with everyone's thing and then slightly throw some of that in the trash, you mean, I mean, you do it. Like if you know that Nancy from accounting has like four cats and you afraid you're going to eat cat hair, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Um, okay. Um, your place of employment is throwing a holiday party and you think that mm, the job is okay. Only okay. You're not trying to excel. I mean, at this point, I just probably just take the food. I mean, it's a potluck, whatever. I'll just take some water and some shit to go. I like the snacks. At least. Right now. Um, you know what? I didn't I didn't put the scenario in there, but what if it's not during work and it's after work? Like it's, it's uh, after work and it's okay. I mean, if I'm probably let's say it's more of a stepping stone job and I don't see myself longer than like two years there, then yeah, probably be nice to the people there because if they're gonna call them for a reference, I don't want to like fart and leave their the office so i'll probably just be nice to people because you know i can be pretty much social still me personally just kind of like hi mingle and depends it's like a plus one party because with uh i know one firm uh it wasn't a plus one party because some of the people there um and spill all their tea out there yeah um because a lot of people who go to this job hates their families. <laughs> many times when they go there and they bring their like their spouses, their spouses start flirting with people at the party. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, if you're single, then you're ready to take somebody man. It <laughs> might work out for you. Um, I would say if your place of employment is during a Christmas party and you only think it's okay, either in-house, like during the work day, like it's just a quick lunch party or something, or it's if it's afterwards, um, I say like take advantage of like anything they're giving away. But if you don't, cause they can't mandate you go to parties unless like you work at HR or something. And then girl, I don't know what to tell you, like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but like, <laughs> um, you know like if you if you want to you just take a quick break play the games um or you could you know go by say hi make a good impression if like maybe your bosses are there or something upper management but otherwise um you know you could duck in duck out right. you'd be like i did my time now goodbye you know what i'm saying or like just leave enough of an impression to where they can't say oh she never to do anything with us i i went to your party bitch okay i hung up yeah. one ornament all right you're welcome also like <laughs> i participated <laughs> so yeah um that's my best advice um your place of employment is throwing a holiday party and you hate it there <laughs> i mean you don't have to go as long as it's not required you don't have to go so fuck it just skip it that's why I say she I mean, if you like the holiday party, just go there for the holiday party. But if you hate everyone there, you don't have to go. It's not on your contract. And yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, again, they can't make you go to a party. And you can always just pretend to have other plans. If like somebody asks you to like RSVP 
or like um you know especially if it's like an after work thing be like i'm not gonna pay for this shit the only way i would go to an after work party is if i worked at a large enough fancy enough corporation to where like not just my office is getting together it's like a whole bunch of people from other offices right. and like i could smooth somebody but and that means that we're getting good food because we're going somewhere large and it's right. being catered that's the only way that i would go to a, like a huge like a party um is if it was huge and you know like i didn't have to be around you hoes <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna be a badass and just go for the food right <laughs> i'm coming for the food if there's some sort of presence involved, I'm going to get my things and then I'm going to cordially see myself out. And I, while avoiding all of you and just like basically making an excuse to say like, oh, you know, I just want to meet the other, uh, the other people from the other office. I'm just trying to like mingle and shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, that's what I would do. Um, but otherwise, it was just some rinky dink little party in the middle of the day. I don't go. You don't have to go. People might poison you. Shit, I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, okay, now we're on to the friends category. Okay. Um, your friend, your friends are throwing a holiday party, and you uh love all of them, but you want some fun ideas for the actual party. Like you're, you're like, oh, what yeah. do we do? I mean, because I can think from personal experience when we do do like friends mess, like we do like a gift exchange, we do like car cards against humanity, because all of us can handle that humor, or we'll play video games, or sometimes we play both at the same time. And then with my house, I may start like a tournament because we do have like a, a pool table, and then we also have like a ping pong table or or some people call it table tennis. So, and we can probably do a lot of activities like that indoors, or we'd probably just do like main events, but mostly we just do it after Christmas. And, you know, we just uh, start with a budget. So gift exchange and probably some other games. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say something similar, obviously, like you, I definitely think you should play a, a cute little game like with Elster, like where you get to change a white elephant, Especially if you have a really large group, it's really fun that way. Um, yeah. If you're just, if you're small but mighty, then like you know, just do it like a secret Santa. Like you just we've done that before amongst our little group, and that's always fun. Um, yeah, like definitely depending upon what kind of friends you are. Like again, truth or drink is always an amazing game to play. Yeah. I, um, I mean, all my friends always did the naughty questions. Like we did like a Halloween party last year. It was a small group because, you know, we didn't want to get it bigger than eight. Mm-hmm. And then we played the truth or drinking flirts and things about us. People think I'm wild, but they realize I'm very, very mild. Mm. She just sounds, she sounds wild on the podcast. And I mean, in some instances, Belmars is wild. <laughs> I guess it depends. Um, yeah, so depending upon what kind of friend, if you like to drink, I would recommend playing Truth or Drink. Uh, if you're a bunch of nerds, then play like Trivial Pursuit or like, you know, um, uh, fuck, uh, you can debate. Like I saw something on Twitter once where like they literally would make PowerPoints and like fucking debated about like which one like was the winner or something. That seems like fun if you're a bunch of like nerds or whatever um if you like sports and you have a big enough yard 
and you're not like my family where every time we try to play something they injure one another then you can play football you can play like a quick game of volleyball something like that darts if you can't go outside um if you're competitive and you're black you can play some speed um or some uno and then argue about what rules to play by yeah we play monopoly cheaters i mean monopoly gets aggressive also same thing with mario party for those that are fluent in video games as well right yeah so there's there's many 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 options um so i mean if you just want to get to know your friends better you can play like 20 questions i think there's a there's a game out there that oh, I can't remember what it's called. I'll list some stuff. I'll post some links in the description. But like, there's tons of games you can play. There's tons of activities you can do. You can make ornaments that may seem kiddish, but like you can make ornaments with each other. Like, it depends if you're crafty, you know? So it just depends on what like type of group of friends. So figure out the type of group of friends you are. And then it would be fairly easy from there, I think, to figure out like what you want to do. Um, so yeah, um, have fun in your friendsness. Um, next, your friends are throwing the holiday party and you like most of them, but some of them, not so much. <laughs> okay, so I guess for that moment, depends how big the group is. You don't have to probably interact with that person one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, whatever reason why I don't like them. I mean, if they're just an asshole, hopefully they'll behave so it won't set anyone off. Right. So I have to learn how to like de-escalate because I know when we went out with one of our friends for his birthday, I mean, he was talking some mad shit. I'm thinking, let's talk about something else. Because I know- de-escalate the fuck out of that situation because like half of the party was like, listen, I know it's your birthday, but I'll knock you out. I'll give you some birthday lips. <laughs> so I think it's cool, it's cool. Just enjoy our sushi. So the uh, escalation is your key because I know some people would throw hands and start shooting the shit and start saying shit. So um, de-escalate when you have like certain people that can't be together or probably do your best not to invite certain friends. Because I know one friend of mine I didn't know because my good friend Jazzy, I haven't talked to him in a long ass time, who mm. he's a he's a, he's a fuck boy. There's no Shokoni, he's a fuck boy. Probably don't bring him around as much because I didn't know he would hit on like all our friends, like our skinny friends or our friends' little sisters. So I'm just thinking certain things are just off limits. So yeah, or just not invite those problematic friends if it's just like nuclear. Right, yeah. Um, I would say um, if your friends, if you're like, if you're part of a friend group and there's a there's one messy friend and most of the friends agree that like they can't handle a party with them, I would ask whoever, like whatever small portion likes to hang out with that person to see if they could have separate parties because you're trying to have a good time and you don't want them to feel left out but also like you don't want to ruin your potential good time so i would see if that is an option if that's not an option um i would uh and like you can you know that you won't fight this person if the conditions are right like again de-escalation happens they don't talk to you you don't talk to them like all of that 
then I would go and again, like your family, just avoid the fuck out of them. Like, or like do activities that don't require you to interact. So like if y'all were playing a game, like for just just for like example, truth or drink, if you're playing a game and you're playing truth or drink and there's a question, don't pick those two people to go head to head. Like you pick that person and someone so that there's no reason for them to argue, right? Um, for you to argue with this person. So yeah, I would just employ tactics like like that um, to, and just don't let this person ruin your good time. Um, I would do your best to ignore them, but if you can't, again, you also don't have to stay there forever. Like if you feel like you're at a point where it's like the next thing this motherfucker says is gonna set me off, then you go, okay, bye y'all, I love you so much, kiss, kiss, right, you know? Um, you could also ask whoever is the primary friend of this other friend, friends or a couple of people to just sit them down and talk to them. Like, can you please just tell Latanya and Laquisha like that they are, they, they need to just, I don't want to fight. I just want to have a good time. Can they please not try me? But not in those words. <laughs> yeah, like Greg, like it's a get together. We don't see each other that often. We'll like, just keep it light, guys. Right. Yeah. So uh, uh, those are a couple of taxes that I would in- employ. But again, you're an adult. Um, and unless you live with the person who's throwing the party again, but if you do, you have your own room. So like, I would either go there and be like, okay, I'm done or go home. You know what I'm saying? You always have those options. So um, yes, those, that's my really quick advice. Um, okay. Scenario number three, your friends are throwing a holiday party and you like most of, no, 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 skip. So your friends, I already said that. Your friend has invited you to a holiday party of their mutual friend that you don't know. And then the other spot side of that is you don't like. <laughs> okay. Don't know. It will probably be an experience to get to know them, but don't like. <laughs> I mean, I have to like, use everything in my power to not swing hands <laughs> yeah there's levels to this shit there's always levels right you know what i'm saying <laughs> like if i don't know them it's a good opportunity to make to meet new friends and i'm always up for that i'm thinking okay mm-hmm. if you're a friend of my friend you may be cool as well mm-hmm. i mean and then also at the well you don't like because i know there's some well friend of my significant other who i really don't like and if he opens his goddamn mouth i'm probably going to go with some assault charges yeah. <laughs> okay i'll be, I'll be I'll using be every fighting style i remember like i did karate as a kid krama guy in college and kickboxing and muay thai yes <laughs> and soon jujitsu yeah, and then probably get them in a triangle hold or in a headlock, and then Not the armbar hold. He'll like that. He doesn't see Punani that close to his face that often. <laughs> you can't tempt him that way. <laughs> Fine, I just do the armbar. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I would. Um, so I'd say for don't know, uh, my best advice is, especially if you're gonna go over to their dwelling, um, I would give them like a nice like neutral gift, like maybe a bottle of wine, like maybe like some sort like a like a the uh, chocolate, chocolates, like something um, not too expensive, but then it's also enjoyable. 
Right. Like to get them to be like, thank you for inviting me to your, like allowing me into your home, like to make a good impression on them. Um, and then, yeah, like definitely get it, like get, try to be, unless you're a complete and total introvert, which, oh, sweetie, I'm proud of you for getting out the house. Um, but like, like if you're an extrovert, obviously like, or an ambivert, get to know people, like talk, you know, be yourself. It's going to be okay. And it's not the end of the world if you know, you end up liking this person or you don't like this person. Um, I mean, unless I do like wild shit, like start smoking cocaine in front of you. I mean, yeah. like snorting cocaine. I mean, it's going to be a hell of a story later because I just. <laughs> right. Yeah. But always know you can leave. Like, <laughs> yeah. and I would I mean, say, unless like, you guys carpool, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm tired and call it a night. Right. Uber is a thing. Lyft is a thing. You can always leave. And additionally, I would ask your friend for as much information about this neutral friend as possible. And I would pay attention to the red flags. So if you're asking your friend about this mutual friend and they can't tell you much, I don't know that, you know, going over to a, um, a territory that you don't know very well and putting yourself in that position is the smartest thing to do. Um, so if you don't feel comfortable, like your friend doesn't know enough about this person, I would say, oh, maybe we should just be you and me this year. Or maybe we should just like, you know, have a, our own quiet little party with our friends. You know what I'm saying? Because again, you shouldn't compromise your safety for anybody whatsoever. Um, so yeah, but like just use your best judgment. Um, and uh, if they seem fine and okay and cool and you get information from your other friend that knows them and you they don't seem like a bad person then all for it go make new friends make new people mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay. i don't like uh i'll probably do my best to de-escalate and change the subject but they start saying some stuff stupid shit like i know if one of my i'll just call him e when he started talking about like uh kevin samuel stuff uh, i i don't know how to handle that yeah um if you don't like this person um again no is a complete sentence you don't have to go um but if you really want to hang out with your friend and you feel like you might like the other people there like then but then also remember that like the company you were keep is the reflection of you so like if you don't like this friend then it may be possible that you won't like most of their other friends <laughs> like so i mean just be wary of that but like um yeah like if you you know you don't and especially they're the host all you have to do is say like a cordial hello like thanks for the party you know like whatever if you brought something you brought something for them and then you just mingle with everybody else and see if that goes over smoothly um but yeah, like I would, um, again, use your best judgment in both situations um, because, you know, and like, uh, remember your boundaries. That's the, that's the key here is remember your boundaries. Um, okay, now we're going to go over to the blue Christmas categories, um, starting with it's just you and your significant other for Christmas. You can't, yeah, you can't go to either people's families for some reason what do you do hmm. i mean for i think probably if me and my significant other will probably try and make the best of it uh try to do like homely things or let's say we can't celebrate because of covid or whatnot 
So I'm just thinking probably just snuggle up together and try and watch a movie. Probably try calling people like, sorry, we couldn't come to reach with each other for like whatever reason, because people are sick. They couldn't travel, money issues. At least wish them a Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Or like Zoom. I mean, I know everyone hates Zoom now, but I'm just thinking try to do your best, the best situation to reach out with like families and friends. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, yeah, I would say like if it's just a holiday with you and your significant other, like I would make sure to call and at least spend a little bit of time on the phone or on Zoom with each of your family members or your friends or whatever. And then like just kind of make it a day where like y'all exchange gifts and then you just kind of pamper each other. Like you can make it like a day where you kind of just do stuff for each other because like that's Christmas. So like your significant other if he knows that you like um you like long luxurious ass baths like after like you exchange christmas presents y'all can take a long ass bubble bath bubble bath with a with a a bath bone and um you know like leisurely lay around in there like a rubber ducky all that shit um give your just like a self spa session if you know that he likes um video games then you can play mario kart with him and let him beat you like that's just let him because you're probably far superior to him but you don't (laughs) let him know that um but like you play or you watch him play or whatever so i think it would just be a great time for y'all to just do stuff for each other so it's just like a give and a take unless you were in a relationship with a terrible person in which case girl break up with him or like boy break up with her or break up with them if they're non-binary that's right um but like yeah uh i would just make the best of it like just do things for each other that day and um you know it will it will have a movie marathon like omar said cuddle do not if you're you've been a couple long enough i assume that just like literally sitting and like just like laying and doing nothing is nice like you know what i'm saying no stress you don't have to worry about anything oh beautiful so yeah that's my best advice oh obviously I can't give as good of advice as Belmars can because I've never had a significant other for Christmas um but you know that would be what I would want if I was just it was just me and my significant other and we couldn't go anywhere so yes yes okay and last scenario it's just you and you have nowhere to go for Christmas if it's just me, nowhere to go for Christmas, um, I'll probably just order in. Well, if there's any restaurants open, if not, probably make the best what I have in my kitchen and just probably enjoy what I probably I spend some time for myself. Well, probably reach out to family. Let's say family went out to church or went out. I'm just thinking probably do the best to keep my spirits up and just do things that I couldn't do myself or like I couldn't do because, you know, other people chose not to like use, use some perfume, play music, dance around in my underwear where I would make Christmas cookies or something like that to lift my spirits up. Yeah. Um, I would say same, like I'm imagining if I was stuck in this apartment for Christmas by myself, like I would probably 
just do everything that I like like to do anything I wouldn't worry about anything like again well I can't take a bath in this apartment because the tub is like mm. but like <laughs> I would take a long shower I would scrub myself down with sugar scrub um I gave myself a spa day I burned some candles I make myself a nice dinner because I deserve it and like, you know, I would just spend time doing like like a whole bunch of stuff that I like. So like I would watch maybe Hawkeye and Disney Plus. I have to catch up. I'm behind. Um, I would, uh, you know, I would write. I would blast music like Belmar said and dance probably naked. Cause again, I live by myself. Who's, who's gonna look <laughs> at me? Um, and um, yeah, I just bake cookie again. I too would probably bake cookies uh, or some sort of confection. Read books. Like a day can a day may feel long by yourself, but like if you spend time doing things that you like and you enjoy and that you love, get out of the house. Like if the weather permits, God willing. Like I hope it's not yeah. freezing and snowing outside. But if you can get out of the house, maybe walk around, drive around, look at some like Christmas lights in other neighborhoods. Um, you know, stuff like that. So I think like, um, it doesn't have to be lonely just because you're alone. You know what I'm saying? Like you self-care is important year round and it's, it's even more amazing to do for Christmas. So it sucks for all you people that, um, may be alone for this Christmas, but, um, hopefully you are able to make a good and stress-free and relaxing time for yourself. Um, in composition yeah so haha okay quickly rapid fire last mini gift giving ideas <laughs> for your parties for people to, for people in their parties uh chocolate candles because you know with texas the way it is candles are always good i love candles candles <laughs> Uh, mini, if you depends how creative you are, you can make stretch a dollar out, go to the dollar store, doesn't matter if it's Dollar General, and make little things. Uh, probably start making Christmas cards, get some candy, um, try to think about what people need. And I'm guessing, because I know as an adult, you get what you need, uh, get what you want. And of course, since I'm not full, I'm not employed this year, so I'm probably just gonna be cheap with gifts. So, or not go too expensive with gifts. So, a uh, nice bottle of alcohol, uh, gift certificates to different areas. I'm thinking, what do people like to spend time or probably like a down payment for different things to do next year? Because mm-hmm. 2021 is not as bad as 2020. It's a little bit better, but the bar was so low right. when we said for 2020. So, I mean, anything was better than 2020. <laughs> There's, a, I sent them a TikTok the other day that was basically like a, a, a it's a meme, and it said the uh, the first part of 2020 is basically just a repeat of Beyonce going, "Baby, I can't go anywhere." From deja vu, like just over and over and over. Again. So I'm just like, oh. um, yeah. So last minute minute gift ideas. Food is always good um or a food certificate somewhere like i i say like if you're going to be giving gifts to specific people but you don't know them like or like if they're like my fucking parents and they don't tell you what they want (laughs) 
and they act like they don't need anything, then like the best things to do would just kind of be like, give them like, if you know them well enough, give them money. Cash app is always an option. <laughs> just cash app them some money hugs. Be like, hey, twenty dollars. Um, everybody likes money for Christmas. Um, if you have it like that, you could help them pay a bill. Shit, anybody can help me pay a bill for Christmas, and I'll be happy. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to bother me. Yeah. Um. Yes. Uh. I I definitely agree with chocolate food and stuff like that um maybe some gloves especially if you're in like a a really like cold part of like and a lot of people I feel like don't have gloves but like if you're a cold part of the country like get them the gloves or a beanie or something like that that they can wear if uh you don't know this person that well I would say get them or gift cards are always a, a thing that you can do okay real easy um um and do I have anything else? Anything else that I would last minute gift to someone? If it's like a gift exchange, I would get, and you don't know who's going to get it, uh, I would definitely get something that is universally likable. For instance, when I was in high school, I had two gift, no, no, I had two gift exchanges in the same day. The first gift exchange, I ended up with a Starbucks gift card somehow. And then I used that for the second gift exchange because I didn't want it. But I knew that everybody else in that it was for pals, actually. It's a pals gift. I knew that everybody else in that damn class wanted that. And so I submitted it. And when I tell you that thing got stolen three times within the first three weeks. Well, someone forgot about our gift exchange, like in Pal in high school, and like wrapped Twinkie, a Twinkie <laughs> notebook paper. And so funny. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I loved it. One year for a gift exchange, I just made a giant card because I forgot for pals. And I had everybody sign it beforehand to just say nice stuff to like it like random nice things. And then whoever got it got it. Ah, the like, words. Oh, but yeah, like be creative um and yeah like don't be afraid to go outside of the box um you know get bluetooth speakers are inexpensive i don't know something like that like if they like electronics uh, headphones yeah, chargers headphones. energy mm -hmm. banks mm -hmm. yeah everybody is an energy bank a girl can't go outside and her phone die you know, get her an energy bank, you know, useful shit. It's the bottles, like Yeti's the shit. <laughs> so probably don't go all the way like high class Yeti, but it'll be nice. Yes. Like I have a polar Campbell and I love this thing. I don't know how much it costs, but I like, uh, it's mine with a gift and I use it all the fucking time. Um, so like, see, that's what, the, that's what you want. So, um, yes, those are my last minute gift suggestions. Um, so we're going to take another break so I can get more popcorn and then we're going to be back and give you some advice. Yay. Yay. I'm ready. <laughs> so, we're back. We're back. We're going to give our relationship advice takes on Reddit relationship mm -hmm. underscore advice. <laughs> this is where I'm pointing from. <laughs> so Ben Lars Riza, uh, Ben Lair Riza, forced to host Christmas dinner. My husband wants us, which means me, to host Christmas dinner at our house. He started inviting family and offering to do it at our house without even asking me. He <laughs> invited around 30 people, 
his family and i already have a hard time with big groups of people i don't even feel comfortable super close tight-knit family i'm also the one i'm always the one left out i struggle with social anxiety i still mm -hmm. go to all his family stuff and put in effort but i have at our house is extremely overwhelming for me we have young children and i already have my small family over just parents and siblings over a christmas dinner on Boxing Day, so not sure how to dump this all on me. My entire Christmas Eve and Christmas Day is going to be me deep cleaning, preparing food. They do bring food as well, but usually just make one dish to bring to their dinner. Now I have to do like five things, dessert and hand drinks out. I'll have to leave my parents breakfast early Christmas morning just to get back to cook a million things and clean up from clean up from presents. We already give his family Christmas Day dinner. I have not been able to do Christmas dinner with my family for 10 years and we get Boxing Day because he's his family is more important. Boxing Day will be right off as well. I'll be cooking and cleaning while he takes the kids shopping. I am no longer looking forward to the holidays. It's going to be... Oh, shit. No! myself i told him i want to have his entire family over here you can hire a cleaner or clean and that i'm only making the dish that i usually make for his family bacon wrapped carrots and he can help me make the swedish meatballs in advance and freeze and throw in the crock pot the day of i will not be rushing home for my family breath to enjoy the day guilt-free at the house even if the house and he said okay i'm done trying to please him and his family he's going to tell his family to bring the rest and he will go out and buy dessert and fruit trays so all good so yeah, I agree. Set the land because cooking, because I did the Thanksgiving cooking for my family, but that is a lot of fucking cooking. It is. Mm -hmm. And for 30 people, I mm. I can't even fathom cooking for 30 people because I remember just cooking for seven is a lot. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um I missed part of that because my internet went out, but I got like I'm I <laughs> I like we I the last thing I heard before you went out was um I'm not looking forward to the holidays you went out and then you came back and you were like um uh uh cooking you'll only be cooking one dish blah blah blah, blah. so I got yeah. yeah so she did an update I guess she was reading a lot of the comments said that okay she's just going to be cooking one dish mm -hmm. and her husband can hire a cleaner or he can clean himself and he doesn't cook or clean and he told a family to bring other dishes because that's a lot of cooking just for one person and then you have to clean because she goes out for Christmas breakfast for her fam with her side of the family mm -hmm. and then they have to go do something else for and then they have to go like cook the day of and do mm -hmm. everything for her his family so mm -hmm. yeah and he doesn't cook so mm -hmm. yeah yeah I say put your foot down that's a lot of stress especially for 30 goddamn people yeah I agree um I agree and I would say that you should tell him that in the future you are not to make these decisions without me right do not ever invite your family without talking to me about it first because this is not just your house okay right this is my house technically but you are allowed to live here i'm okay but like yeah i i would that was a major red flag as soon as she said that i was like oh no child we would be having it out we would have it out i'd be like um so what is this i hear about you're inviting 30 people and your family over here yeah well, just my family you can you can cook and clean thanks babe. oh no oh no you doing it by yourself 
because I'm taking the kids and we going to the nutcracker market. That's what we're doing. So um, we going to get cook and clean. Oh, well, that sounds like your, your business because you didn't make it my business. So You don't want to embarrass me in front of my family. I will on. absolutely embarrass you in front of your family, Negro. <laughs> we, I'm taking the kids. We're going to my parents. Okay? That's, do it again. I dare you. But I'm just saying, that would be my only caveat. He's not allowed to ever do this again because that's not okay. You can't commit me to something. Yeah, I mean, he can cook and clean for his family. I mean, you can enjoy time with your family and just go out for like Christmas breakfast because I'm thinking you're doing your family thing and then for Christmas dinner because that is a lot of work because you have to clean up, deep clean the house. You have to prep all the food. You have to prep all the drinks and then you have to like greet everyone at the door. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. One person and then you have to make have sure COVID. they don't trap your house. Hmm. One person say pretend you have COVID. <laughs> So, and one person said, however, your husband's response as detailed in the update is a big concern regarding his views of the vision of responsibility in the marriage. Let me clarify the fact that he listened and mended his expectations after you objected is good up to a point. Show that he heard what you were saying and respect the boundaries he said. However, the fact that he then changed the plans to him going out and buying dessert and fruit and informing the family that they need to bring the rest says to me that he says thought process that all that Christmas stuff that I unilaterally dumped on my woman should be the priority in my life is too hard. So I'll take the lazy way out. It's been a few dollars and minimal effort contribution and tell the people that I had invited over as guests to sort that shit out instead. So he's willing to respect that you want to break from the kitchen and cleaning, but he's not willing to put any of the effort himself. So I agree with that person says, because mm-hmm. I'm not sure how long they've been married or they have like young children or their ages or like their culture and their mm-hmm. expectations coming into marriage. Cause mm-hmm. if he doesn't cook and clean, is it because he doesn't want to, or he doesn't know how, right? Cause if he doesn't know how, I mean, he needs to learn. Yeah. I mean, he probably lives some time by himself unless he lived with his parents up to this time. And then cause his mom cooked for him and then he expects his wife to do the same thing. But for me, um, he probably needs to already, well, and from my point of view, you need to learn if he does know how to do it, then he's just being fucking lazy. Cause I'm thinking your mom should probably train you better. Cause I mean, I guess I'm speaking from what a biased American point of view, but come on, man, you probably need to learn how to do like typical cook and clean stuff. Like mm-hmm. learn how to make uh, a av- uh, ravioli or something. Right. And you don't have to hand learn ravioli. Most ravioli comes in a fucking package. How did you just boil <laughs> yeah. that shit? Yeah, that's Chef Boardy, but yeah. So I'm not sure if he doesn't know how or he just doesn't do it. Because one just means I'm just lazy. Because what happens if she gets sick or right. she can't do those duties? So is he just going to keep buying food? Right. Um, I agree with that as well. Like if you his effort seems very minimal um um and yeah no he needs to I feel like he needs to know again that's also coming from an American standpoint I'm not and I know like for myself like I'm not getting with a man that doesn't know how to cook and clean like you don't have to be a good cook but you have to at least know how to, to do some baby like you gotta you gotta have some sort of skill can you boil water? Can you bake pasta at the fucking least? Okay, like, yeah, like if I do the cooking, then you can do the clean. You can scrub out a pot. Right, that's right. Because I'm not doing both. Let's be that. Let's be clear with that right fucking now. Um, 
but yeah and I think another major part of her letter that I want to address is the it seems she's very frustrated with the fact that she doesn't get to spend a lot of major holidays with her family and I think that she needs to address that as well because it's clearly a problem for her um and obviously you feel like getting boxing day is not significant enough um and so I would I would negotiate with him on you know holidays that we that you know y'all spend especially because you have children with your family because your children need to see your family just as much as they need to see your family I mean his family whatever um so I would negotiate with him on okay well if you get Christmas then um I should get Easter if you celebrate that or like um okay like if you get you know um Canadian Thanksgiving then because it sounds like they're in Canada they celebrate Boxing Day um <laughs> and I get New Year's or something whatever like you just you need to you need to hash out what holidays are important to you and what kind of time you want to spend with your family because that's important um so yeah I I would have that conversation with him as well um and yeah, those are the major things. Again, like uh, to rehash, he is never allowed to just invite people over to your house without insulting you first, just as you would not do that to him. Um, he needs to learn how to cook and fuck clean. And y'all need to renegotiate holidays um, spent with your family. Yeah. And I guess to add more to that, they've been married for like 10 years. Oh, well, it, uh, definitely. Girl, why did you let him put a ring on that finger and he didn't? Prove to you that he could pass a mop. I think the <laughs> fuck not. I think the fuck not. Not in this yeah. day and age, child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so I'm just thinking, have the food delivered and get a cleaner and then get him to pay for it. I mean, it's his family and he wanted to host it at the house, so. That's right. It's your event, so that's on you. Um. Okay, and our last letter is I, 29-year-old male, am think well he didn't say am but i'm gonna correct it as i go i'm thinking <laughs> about ending a relationship over girlfriends who is 28 year old females behavior at a party okay so i've been with my girlfriend for just over a year we still live separately but spend most nights together i'm in love with her and believed her to be my soulmate but her drunken behavior at a party last weekend has left me having doubts Mm. I should say that she does not drink very often at all. In the entire time we've been together, I've only seen her have the odd glass of wine on a weekend. I'm starting to think that maybe she holds back for a reason. Last weekend, we went to a big Christmas party with hundreds of people there. Okay, damn, COVID be damned. And all of mine and her work colleagues were there. She got so drunk that she kept touching people, colleagues, and hugging them excessively. Let a married man sit on her knee and hugged him from behind and was stood at the bar with her an arm around her also married boss and at one point touched his face. She embarrassed herself and kept telling everyone she loved them. She then proceeded to throw up in the parking lot. Mm. I can't tell how I feel about this, but I think deep down I feel betrayed and like she flirted with these people right in front of me. My closest work friend does not think it's an issue and thinks she was just extremely drunk and it was harmless but dumb behavior. Then he witnessed it too. Other people there were equally drunk, but I am having doubts about our relationship over this. I have seen another side to her that is childish and embarrassing. I think it's the borderline flirting I have an issue with. If she had just danced on the table or something, it would be less of a problem. I think she knows that this is bad, at least, because she said to me this morning after that, she is thinking about quitting drinking. Too long didn't read. Girlfriend got drunk at a party. I'm overreacting. Am I overreacting to think this is a deal breaker? 
Well, she definitely needs to stay away from alcohol because I'm guessing it's kind of like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type situation where she like, when she acts strange, she comes like touchy feely. So I think that's more so the alcohol talking, but I, I guess that's the reason why she's probably not drinking. Um, and I'm guessing if she's probably generally a touchy feely person, I'm just thinking for him, that probably makes him uncomfortable. So I'm just thinking it could be an incompatibility and compatibility issue with them so I think probably just let him calm down and probably talk about with his girlfriend maybe couples counseling because I mean certain things are like a hard pass like if you see the side of her and that's probably going to continue being the side of her maybe it's not something you probably work over but they've been dating for like a year Mm -hmm. so I'm not sure whether you guys should break up or not I mean that's on to you if you want to break up Mm -hmm. But I'm just thinking, I guess if it's like a real deal breaker for you, then I'm guessing go for it, dude. Yeah. Um, I would say that this is not that big of a deal for me personally, because it reads again, like you said, like drunk behavior to me. Like she's just like, and like, we've all seen that kind of drunk, right? They get drunk as fuck. And then they love everybody. They're like, oh my God. Like they just start crying, they're watery, and they're just like, oh, I love you. And it's the bartender, Travis, that made her the drink. Like she has no idea who the fuck that man is. So it's just kind of like, to me, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal because it's just like, it's just drunk behavior. Obviously, you've never seen this from her before because you've been dating her over a year, like a little over a year, right? right? Um. So, and you said that she doesn't drink that often. And so I think to kind of put this against her, like the one time she got overly drunk and showed you a side of her that like is rare and just, and you don't necessarily like, and to be all like, oh yeah, no, I think I have to break up with her. I don't, that doesn't, to me, it sounds like you're kind of fishing for an excuse because yeah. You, like, yeah, like, cause if this is the first time you've ever seen this, and she then even said that she's thinking about quitting drinking when she barely even drinks. Like she, it was just that she overindulged that one, you know, day. It kind of sounds like you're like, just like, I mean, you described her so well in this first part. So I'm just a little confused about why just because she was, you know, kind of overly touchy feely with all these people that you now are just kind of like, I don't know about that. I mean, she was clearly inebriated. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not- Yeah, the kind of super lovey-dovey drunk. So I wouldn't think that's like a breakup offense because it's kind of like, if there's something else that's going on that you want to break up with her. Right. That's That's what it sounds like to me because I don't, because if this like one small thing is enough for you to be like, oh, I don't want to be, then I don't know how you're going to survive in a rela- in another relationship. And you're what, you're 29. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck you're going to survive because people have way worse baggage out here. <laughs> like, just, yeah. Some people get drunk and punch people in the face. Like that, I'm just saying like, there are, people are made of flaws, like made of flaws just as well as like things that you'll like. And like, I just, I just don't feel like this is enough of a reason, um, even though I also am of the idea that you don't need a reason to break up with somebody. If you want to break up with her, break up with her, but don't try to use this as an excuse 
because this doesn't, it's not curling all the way over for me. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that this is your real problem. I think that you're just like, you may be annoyed with some other big thing she has going on or like you're in the state of your relationship where now you're noticing the, the like the, the uh, I'm putting my hand in front of my eyes. This is not <laughs> a visual medium. Um, the rose colored glasses are off and now you're seeing all of the like, you know, the things that you didn't notice before because they say in the first like how many months you can't notice flaws in your partner, like whatsoever. Everything they do is fucking cute to you. But yeah. like, you're a year in and so now like shit she does is gonna bother you and so it's about like just as it's about for her like does this bother me so much that I can't deal with it and if this because again on my scale this is nothing like if this bothers you then uh, of course break up but like it's just embarrassing at most. I'm thinking, right. okay, if we're judged by like the thing we're done when we're drunk. Because uh, it wasn't like she was flash dancing on the table, but she's just a lovey-dovey drunk and then threw up in the parking lot. I mean, for me personally, it's not that bad. I'm just thinking, okay, and she says she can give up drinking because it seems like she doesn't drink and she knows her limits, but you right. know, being at a Christmas party, people keep pressing, like, come on, one drink. I mean, we don't get to hang out like this. It's post-COVID, baby. Drink more. Right. And then at the same time, I think, like, the behavior at the Christmas party, I don't think you should have, like, policed her and, like, followed her around like a puppy. But, like, if you felt like she was, um, if you felt like she was going around touching people too much, then why didn't you just, like, kind of, like, keep her with you? You know what I'm saying? So she just touched you if that was your problem. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I think he said she was touching both guys and girls and say, I love you. Like, yeah, I love you. So I mm-hmm. want to say, I mean, it would be an asshole move to break up with her because you, he, the dude say, yeah, yeah, this is my soulmate. So if she's perfect for you, you just, I mean, there are going to be embarrassing moments in a relationship. I don't think yeah. it's why I warrant to like break up. Yeah. But again, you can't. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But I think that this is not really your problem. I think that you were jealous because the only thing that you emphasized was the fact that the men part, like the married man sitting on her knee and having letting um, a married man put his arm around her. Now, like, let me let me also address this though. Why are you blaming her for being drunk? And for other people's decisions over her body. I also want to talk about that because like this use this you describe this as a married man was sitting on her knee and, and she hugged him from behind. Um why uh, she probably would have hugged anybody that sat on her knee and she's that touchy fucking feely and she likes yeah. these people. Why, since he decided to sit on her knee? Have you decided to punish her for that? Why? Because her married boss put like his arm around her. Are you deciding to punish her for that? Like, why are you not holding these people accountable for their decisions to touch her when they know she's inebriated and when they know they're married? Yeah, it doesn't sound like flirting to say, I love you. Right. Like, in... And like, if you're worried about the touching thing, it's not like they groped her. Right. Like, they just, 
put their arm around her, they sat on her knee. If you have a problem with that, I would just address that with her. Like, hey, babe, like, it just seems like you just kind of let everybody just touch you which way. And I'm concerned about, like, you know, people taking advantage of you when you're drunk. So maybe we should just ease back on the drinking, like at big parties, never from now on, because I don't want you to end up in a, a, a bad situation. I don't, I think that, I mean, I don't know how drunk these other two men were, but I think that if you felt like they were ta- like they were like flirting with her, then if they weren't as drunk as her, they were taking advantage of the situation. Like, yeah. and is it like she's going to give up drinking? Like, yeah, I need to give up drinking. So I'm just thinking she already knows, like, I drank too much. Right. So I think that she's trying to make concessions for your relationship and you're just kind of like, no. And it's like, that's not how relationships work. Somebody's being accountable for their behavior and you're just kind of like, but I can't. Like I just oh I can't fathom it. And it's just like, no, that doesn't make sense to me. This is this has to be about something else. Because if somebody listen, if a man got like if I was with a man and he got touchy feely as fuck at a party and I got pissed about it and he came to me without me having to say anything and was like, babe, I'm so sorry. I got way too smashed at that party. I let way too many people touch me. I'm not gonna like go that hard ever again. I'm so like, I would be thrilled. I'd be like, thank you, Jesus. I don't have to bring this shit up. Oh, hallelujah. Like, I'm just like, like somebody who takes accountability for their actions and change Yeah. I love. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't, under, I don't think uh, something else is going on here that you're not talking about. What are the comments say? Well, they say, I think you should end the relationship, but for her sake, because you're so judging, she better off as someone who didn't have such an overreaction to her being a big, overly friendly when drunk. Also, she doesn't drink often, likely because she knows that she doesn't handle alcohol well. This behavior was so mild, you sound like you have jealousy issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most people are saying this doesn't seem breakup worthy. Um Um, I completely agree with this thread. How many times I've gotten drunk and done something humiliating? My husband has fucked my by me through every single one. That's a soulmate. Be careful how you use that term. If you love someone and you're thinking this is your life partner, then you'll face things much harder than a night of drunk and I love you's vomiting. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I'm just like, but like the when that person whose comment you read where they were like break up with her for her sake, yes, because it's like. This is way too judgmental. Are you trying to tell me you never got smashed and vomited on a sidewalk? I have vomited on a sidewalk and I wasn't even drunk. But I was just like in public. I mean, I have vomited a couple times when I went on Bourbon Street out with my sister Stewie. And I was crying like a bitch. (laughs) Belle Mars and our other friend have seen me vomit on a sidewalk on my shoes. And they're still my friends. So yeah, what and we were going to a white party. So we were going to a white party. We had to walk all the way back and go all the way. <laughs> so yeah, I was still crying like a bitch. And then my sister Stewie and I guess her man for the hour was there. He was driving us home, and they were arguing like a divorced couple, and me like a sick child. In the back. <laughs> and they stopped over, and I just vomited. I'm thinking I don't care. I just want to go to sleep because I drank a. <laughs> right first time like, I drink are you this judgy with like your friends and family because I'll tell you like just like much like Belmar this story one time 
my dad drank too many margaritas at <laughs> like a, at a Greco's and I had to slow, we were almost home, but I had to slow my ass down driving home so that he could lean over and puke at the car. Like, <laughs> and you know, I did that and I didn't judge him because he doesn't, again, like this, like this woman, he doesn't get drunk like that often. Enough to vomit? No, I've only seen that man vomit one time in my life. And again, that was when I was driving him home from the Gringos. But like, <laughs> just like, I'm just saying like, this is, this is so, I'm dizzy. You, you have to have another reason that you want to break up with her. This can't be it because that doesn't make any fucking sense. You're 29 years old and you've never seen somebody like get touchy-feely at a bar and say, I love you. Do you curl your nose up every time that happens? Yeah, and yeah, even though it happened between co-workers, he mentions that everyone else was drunk. So he didn't lose his job. She didn't lose hers. No right. one's gossiping about him thinking, yeah, there's probably some other shit going on. Yeah, so um, good luck, sir. But like, you need to have some like self-reflection because like, if this is like your breaking point, then what the fuck are you going to do if y'all get in a worse situation? Maybe you should break up with her. Shit, maybe you don't need to be in a relationship right now. You need to you need to work on that self, baby. And listen, this is for all the men. Because, and I, I say that, and women need it too, but women are far more willing to work on themselves than men are, I've noticed. So I'm yeah. telling this to all men. Y'all need to work on yourselves. Yeah. Like, you, you need to work on yourselves. And I'm not just saying that for a relationship. Don't do it for a relationship. Do it for yourself. Like because like y'all be having some of the wildest like toxic viewpoints and just say them with your whole chest and that doesn't make any sense like yeah I mean it could just be like the nature of male friendships and they usually don't have like since men don't have like strong friendships compared to women right um I'm just thinking they thought okay he's my best bud I know him for a long time I'm not gonna check him on his toxic masculinity ideas but y'all need to, like, you need to be like us. Like, like channel Belmar's and Nikki Alley energy to where, like, if somebody that you love is doing some, some shit that you don't agree with, you need to call them out on it. Hell, the middle child called Big Head out the other day for being toxically masculine. And I said, good job. <laughs> Thank you, because I don't want to have to do it. I'm tired. But like, like, you know, you just, you need to do it for the love of your friends. If you loved your friends, you would nag them. Exactly. <sighs> anyway, yeah, um, I don't know what you're going to do, but uh, you need to work on yourself. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Um, everyone, I hope you have a great Hanukkah is not over yet. So have a good Hanukkah. Have a great Christmas. Have a happy Kwanzaa. Mm. Um, have a great Yule. What other am, um, ones am I missing? Yule, or for those that decide to be non-traditional for the winter seasons, um, the Hindu Festival of Lights, I believe, is also coming in December. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Sorry to lie to you guys. Right. We don't want to lie to you. Um, but yeah, enjoy all of your festivals and holidays and whatever you celebrate in your culture and your family, so on and so forth. We hope you have an amazing uh, holiday. And um, yeah, get your vaccines, especially in New York, because they're not dealing with your shit. 
Okay, you can't go yeah. into Applebee's anymore without a vaccine. That's what we learned today. Um, and uh, wear your mask, get your boosters. Um, and yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Uh, Belmars, anything else? Yes. Uh, wash your hands for 20 seconds. That's right. Not just in and out of the water. Sing a verse of your favorite song once or twice, and then you should be fine. Yeah, like deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Awesome. Cool. I drank this whole bottle of wine. Uh, <laughs> I need to get some wine because I have family coming over. So let me go prep and see what local businesses are open so I don't have to do, do that much cooking. So, yeah. Yes. All right. And we will see y'all. I guess we will see y'all Sunday. That's the 26th. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Peace. Hmm.